everybody, Tyler Smith here with another More Than One Lesson mini-sode. Uh, we are going to be talking about one of the best pictures, the most recent one, in fact, uh, the best picture of 2014. But before we do that, there are a couple basic announcements. Uh, I wanted to welcome any new listeners we have. Uh, our numbers have gone up over the last couple of weeks. I'm not sure why, but that's okay. Uh, we're just happy to have you. And uh, if you have any questions about, hey, what episode should I start, list, uh, should I start with? Um, you can email me, Tyler, at morethanonelesson.com. Wanted to say a special thanks to Reed Lackey for being on the show and filling in for Josh. We had a really fun conversation last week, and you can go back and listen to that if you like. Uh, there is also a, uh, a new article on the site written by, uh, I guess you could say a guest writer, Joe Zaragoza. Um, it is called An Open Letter to Christian Filmmakers, and it uh, features in a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on the show, and uh, it's... Uh, We've been sharing it at various other websites, and it seems to uh, be getting some responses, uh, positive and negative, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. So feel free to go to morethanonelesson.com and read that. Uh, in April, a reminder, uh, I'm going to be at the International Christian Film Festival in Orlando. Uh, there will be – More Than One Lesson will have a vendor's table there. I will be meeting uh, – uh, Christian film fans and hopefully uh, building the audience and getting the word out about More Than One Lesson. And I will say that though my ticket is already paid for, the table's already paid for, I've already gotten my, my rental car and all that, uh, you know, that does, uh, that money does add up. And so if you would be, you know, if you would want to donate to the show to help uh, recoup some of the costs, that would be great. But what I will say, uh, this is not available yet, but Josh and I have talked about the possibility of uh, recording a bonus episode, or rather a premium episode, that you would have to pay for, uh, and that would help us out tremendously. So, you know, if you want to view it as, oh, this is a charitable thing, that's fine, but you would also get a bonus episode that you cannot get anywhere else. Uh, that would be... Uh, greatly appreciated. We will be talking about the Kevin Smith film Dogma. And so if you are interested to know what we have to say about that, keep an eye out. We will announce when that episode is available. It'll probably be sometime in the next two or three weeks. In the meantime, we're going to uh, do this mini-sode. Uh, I will welcome in my co-host. He's back. He's Josh Long. Josh. Back all the way from... Where was I? I you were on, on location. On Okay. Yeah. Back all the way from Silmar, California. Can you say what movie you're working on? Partially because I don't remember. Uh, it's a found footage horror movie. Oh. Called Lillen's Brood. Hmm. Yeah. Was it fun? Uh, lots, lots of parts of it were fun, yeah. Hmm. You didn't say all of it. It's never all fun. Fair enough. It's work. Um, let me, so you were, you've worked on a lot of horror movies. Uh, I actually haven't done a whole lot of horror movies. But I mean, uh, the stuff that you used to work. That's like, true. The many Dave Sterling ones. If you count those, I, then yeah. I've been on a lot of, yeah. Have you ever, like, for example, this one, uh, the name of which I've already forgotten, Lillian's Brood? Yes. Okay. You remembered it. Good job. Uh, well, I was like, Lilia Forever? That's a different film. <laughs> um, the, uh, is this a film, because you yourself are not a huge horror movie fan, mm -hmm. uh, is this a film that you feel like you would watch? Or do you think you would be frightened? 
I, I probably would choose not to watch it for fear that I would be frightened. Okay. But now that I was, I worked on it and I know everything that happens, I think I'd be fine to see okay, it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, there is a found footage horror film that I'm a big fan of. Uh, well, there's a couple. One is the Blair Witch Project, which I think is a really I've heard of that film. one. Yeah. It's rather popular, isn't it? It has its moments. Hmm. Um, but, uh, the other one was directed by Barry Levinson. That's the Bay, right? That's the Bay. Uh, and we talked about Barry Levinson's B-A-E. Rain Man. What? It's B-A-E. That's how it's spelled. That's the right. one. Yeah. Uh, and it is a really, it's a really great movie. I liked it a lot and I, and I recommend it. There's not a, there's no supernatural element to it, Josh. So I think you would enjoy it oh. as well. It's uh, just a very well-made film. And so listeners, if you enjoy horror films and you enjoy found footage, uh, then I would suggest seeking out the Bay, which I believe is still on Netflix. That's neither here nor there. That's just me killing time because here's the deal. Uh, the movie we're talking about is Alejandro Iñárritu's Birdman. Now, sharp-eared listeners would say, hey, didn't you talk about that for an hour and a half a month ago? Hey, that just happened. Yes, uh, we did. Uh, we did not time this out right, because here's what happened. In between that episode and the Oscars, apparently everybody in Hollywood decided boyhoods for the birds, yeah, the birdmen. And uh, I didn't mean to put it that way. It's Boy, just the way it worked for out. the Birdman. Exactly. Do you know? Okay. Uh, interesting bit of trivia. Oh, good. Which I learned from uh, uh, an article that you and I were talking about earlier about mm-hmm. some some Oscars trivia. Uh, both Inyaritu and Linklater, both of their last three films have all started with the letter. B- Sorry. Yes, yeah, so the the last three films of each of them have all started with the letter B. Before Sunrise, Bernie, Boyhood, Babel, Beautiful, Birdman. Wow, isn't that weird? That's off-putting. Yeah. Well, Somebody. it's like the it's like the uh, TNA thing for uh, for uh, uh, James Cameron. His oh, movies yeah, almost, all, with the exception of Piranha Two: The Spawning, <laughs> uh, his films always start with a T or an A, which yeah. is strange. That is strange. Um, but yeah, so. It was very strange what what happened with Birdman. Boyhood was the favorite to win. When we recorded our Rain Man minisode, when we gave our predictions, we thought Boyhood was absolutely yeah, going to win. we both said that. Uh, and, when Corbin Bernson was here, he said yeah, Boyhood, and that was his, uh, yeah. he was blown away by It was boyhood. everybody everybody's prediction. But then, then the uh, various Guild Awards started happening, and, and you thought, hey, wait a second, what, what's going on here? Boyhood, uh, Birdman won the Producers Guild, Directors Guild, the Ensemble Award at the Screen Actors Guild, which is kind of their equivalent of Best Picture. Mm-hmm. It didn't re- win the Writers Guild Award, but nobody expected it to win uh, an, a screenplay Oscar, which it did. Uh, yeah. But it just, and it's just weird the way that it happened. There was like this late surge for this film that hadn't come out recently. It came out in what, October? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it wasn't a late comer but right if there was a like if there was a late surge for american sniper that makes sense to me because mm-hmm. it had just it came out at the end of december mm-hmm. and so it could be fresh in people's minds that kind of thing has happened before with a clean East, clint eastwood film which was million dollar baby yeah uh that wouldn't surprise me but it wound up being birdman and so we are now in the position of talking about birdman again but we don't have to go that in depth because we did talk about it in depth pretty recently 
but we didn't talk about it in regards to it being considered the best picture of 2014. So now it is because now it is. It's definitive. Yeah. I thought it was a different film. No, turns out it's Birdman. You were wrong. So uh, I was a big fan of Birdman. It wound up, I believe, my number six of 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really uh, and I did see it twice. And I think I liked it uh, more the second time, even mm-hmm. though I did like it the first time. Um, I really responded to it uh, thematically. And as far as the, ca- the main character goes, uh, I could relate to a lot of his uh, issues and insecurities. And then technically, I think it's something of a marvel from mm-hmm. a, a cinematography standpoint. Uh, as well as art direction and its use of sound. So, but as far as it being a best picture, I'll get to that for myself in a moment. I will instead throw to you. Uh, are you okay? Are you all right? Josh, are you okay <sighs> with Birdman being considered the best picture of 2014? I think I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if they, if I get the call, yeah. you know, from the Academy to verify, yeah, I, th- I think I'll allow it. Uh, I, You're sort of the Academy notary, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah they, you know, they, they they defer to me, but uh, I I did. I I don't know if I've said on this show before, but my favorite movie of the year was Grand Budapest Hotel, which was nominated as well. So mm-hmm. I have a little a little sore spot there, if it were, but it's not it's not a big problem because they're both good films. Like I I liked Birdman a lot. So I'm not in Grand Budapest really isn't that good. I mean, it's oh. fine. It's like one of those movies. It's fine, but not good. Oh, I don't know if you like can one hear what those. you're saying. Hmm? Maybe you're not hearing what you're saying. Cause you're, you're just saying a lot of wrong things and it's, well, that's the thing. It's, it's not about what I'm saying. It's about what you're hearing. All you ever hear when anybody says anything is Wes Anderson's the best. Oh, that's, Hey, he I agree. never makes a mistake. I agree with that. Never made a mistake. Uh, listeners, I don't love Ever. Wes Anderson as much as Josh does, Ever especially the last few years. Um, but I do actually respect Grand Budapest Hotel quite a bit, and in, yeah. and in many ways, for, especially comedically, I find it very effective. Yeah, um, and I liked it better than so I, a lot of people liked Moonrise Kingdom a lot, and I, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. And I like this; I definitely like this one more. Uh, I um, I agree. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So my my favorite movie can't always win; rarely does win. So I can't. Uh, <laughs> can't hold hold the uh, the Academy Awards to that standard. Yeah, my favorite movie was an Australian horror film. Yeah. Somehow the Academy overlooked it. Don't think uh, don't think you're in much luck with that one. But uh, but yeah, like we talked about on our full Birdman episode, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought a lot of things were working in it. It's 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 uh, I think it's a well made film. I, I enjoyed it. I feel like we need to maybe respond to some of the criticism about it because a lot of people were angry about it winning. Yeah, and. Before we get to that, I will talk. Ab- I will address that to a certain extent in a in a much larger way, which is to say, um, a lot of people, especially critics online, people we know, said like, "Oh, Boyhood is just the best thing ever. Birdman is just crap, and you know all that kind of thing." And the Oscars don't know what they're doing. When you think, look at let's look at the Oscars. They at least this last year. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel actually won several Oscars. Mm-hmm. They were all in the technical categories, but yeah. they still more than anybody expected. Yeah. Certainly more than I expected. I expected art direction and maybe costume design, but it also got makeup and shoot, another production one. Production design? It production design, costume design, costume design, makeup and I and and score. Score. Original score. Yeah. Um so Is that the most 
I'm trying to remember which which film took the most. Uh, away. It was t- it Birdman? That tied with Birdman. Okay. Bird, they both got four. Um, <laughs> and the, the ones which Birdman got were the decidedly more important yes, ones. Yes. Picture, director, screenplay, and sa- no. Cinematography. Cinematography, of course. And, uh, but that's, so, but nonetheless, like, from a nomination standpoint, certainly, um, Grand Budapest Hotel was really embraced. Yeah. In a way that nobody would have expected for this film. And certainly years ago, people wouldn't have expected for Wes Anderson in general. Um, and then Boyhood was also, from a nomination standpoint, really embraced. And that's a film that isn't remarkably ex- – in the final product, it doesn't seem very ex- uh, experimental, but mm. the the production itself was kind of an experiment. Birdman is a very odd film. It doesn't seem like your standard best picture. No, it doesn't. Mo- a movie like Whiplash, which is the director's first film and was only ever talked about in regards to best supporting actor – it won three Oscars, including editing and sound mixing. Yeah. And it was up for best picture and screenplay and these other, and I think a couple other things. So like this from a, and of course you got your standard theory of everything. You got your uh, imitation game, but this year the Oscars got some stuff right. And it, I feel like they were willing to, I feel like they were willing to branch out a little bit more and do things that are a little, a little, for lack of a better term, stranger mm-hmm. or, or more risky, I think, yeah. artistically. And so for people to get mad at Birdman and say, oh, it's just – it's not the English patient. There's great no. performances. There are – it is, in my opinion, visually invigorating. Mm-hmm. And it's and it is a little bit – and it is a little bit risky. I think the script works for me, but it's a little on the nose at times. I understand that. But – but yeah, so uh, you were talking. So that's that's me kind of defending the film a little bit. You were talking about it. What are some of the uh, complaints that you've heard? I mean, I've heard people saying, uh, yeah, people complaining about the script, and I agree there are moments when it's on the nose. But I feel like as a whole, I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of good moments. I think uh, it's got some some good memorable lines. I I think of the Oscars that it won. I think the screenplay is probably the weakest one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there's still a lot that I like about it. And I, I heard people kind of saying that they felt like a, nothing really happened or it wasn't really about anything. And I, I feel like I totally disagree with that. Yeah. I, like, I feel like it's pretty clear what it's about. And I, I mean, maybe people, maybe because there's not a lot of major plot developments happening throughout, people feel like it's not about anything. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, I disagree with that, but I can I can see people having that opinion because um, I I feel like what it's about is was very interesting to me, which is uh, yeah. about a, a I guess success and specifically success in when it comes to working in artistic fields and uh, and ego and how those kind of all play on each other and. Yeah you know, what, uh, the ups and downs of quote unquote fame due to the psyche of artists like Michael Keaton's character. So yeah. I, I think that's, that's very interesting. And I think it portrays those things well. And, and I like that, you know, it's, it's, and may, I'm sure I, I'm biased because I like the movie, but just, it astounds me that because, and, and the minute, the minute you label a movie as the best movie of that year, uh, people, it'll drop a letter grade 
for people that don't like it. Yeah. Um, or didn't like it as much as, as others, but just the way that people, the, some people have dismissed the film. I mean, even people that we've had on the show and uh, critics that we like said, Oh, it's, it's incredibly dumb. Like I heard someone just say it was dumb. Mm-hmm. And I just thought like, are you, are you kidding me? There are dumb movies out there. Yeah. There are a lot, there are genuinely dumb movies. This is a film that was made with a great deal of thought and sensitivity. Now you could say that again, sometimes it wears its heart on its sleeve. Sometimes it's a little obvious. Sometimes maybe even it's a little pretentious and a little too precious. All of those I can see, but dumb. I, yeah. I don't understand how somebody can watch the same movie that I watched, which at the very least, the film is trying really hard mm-hmm. visually and artistically. Yeah. Um, and just see the amount of effort being put in and at least an attempt to explore these characters and what they're dealing with and come away with dumb. Yeah. It just, I, I genuinely cannot see how somebody arrived at that point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it winning best picture. I don't know what I would have preferred. Even my favorite movie of 2014, the Babadook, like I love it. I think it's a remarkably effective film. We'll talk about it on this show around Halloween times. And I, 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 you know, people say there's no difference between favorite and best. So by me saying it was my favorite movie of last year, I'm really saying it was the best. So, uh, I don't agree with that, but, uh, so I guess technically, I guess, uh, I'm saying that the best movie of last year, the movie that should have won Best Picture, was The Babadook, <laughs> uh, which uh, I do love the film, and I think it should get a lot more recognition, and I think it, there are a lot of things within it that deserve uh, some attention. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, and so let's let's jump I, to the... Oh, go ahead. I was trying to remember, of the films that you have on your top 10 list for, for 2014... Yeah which is the highest best picture nominee is uh, it birdman? birdman okay yeah i don't know well, if any you win other. yeah I get, yeah it's like of those like well i guess i'm shooting for for that one because um, i think i had grand budapest and then whiplash both above birdman but all three i think of those you had boyhood too above birdman i believe so i didn't think i did if i look at your top 10 right now you which i'm gonna... i don't i don't remember but i, I didn't think i did anyway um all four of those are on my my top 10 list so yeah peppered with other movies that no one saw yeah it's you know that that happens <laughs> i feel like i went like super mainstream and the total opposite at the same time in that list i wasn't trying to do that but i don't know if that's good or bad well is, is it averages stuff, out i guess yeah you've got i origins on there which nobody yeah, likes nobody liked that movie. um then there's boyhood at nine inherent vice blue ruin gone girl Trip to Italy, Whiplash, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, Under the Skin, Grand Budapest. Bird, yeah. Birdman is not even on that list. Really? So apparently you hate this film. Or maybe you just forgot to include yeah, it. I must have. But um, That's funny because I, I know I liked it more than... I, I liked it more than I Origins and oh. Boyhood, I think. <laughs> yeah, you like I Origins more than Birdman as far as this list goes. Yeah. But it's too late to change it. Oh, well. uh, it's set in stone now. Um, yeah, and I will address boyhood because i don't think we're ever going to do an episode about it um it's a very good movie people freaked out about the way in which it was made and while i don't like the word gimmick 
people said, oh, that 12-year thing is just a game. It's like, no, not yeah. really. There are movies that, in fact, I don't like, I feel like most movies that would seem to have a gimmick aren't actually gimmicky. Yeah. Um, I don't like to, I feel like the just saying that dismisses a conscious choice that the director made in order right. to better explore this content. Yeah, I feel like I keep using the word gimmick to describe it, but I always temper it by saying it, it, that's not the right word, but... <laughs> yeah. And just, I feel like people, I feel like critics get lost in the the ambition of the film and the experimentation of how Linklater chose to make it. And that's fine. I understand that. I yeah. think the final product from a, from the standpoint of like a character arc or a story or anything like that, I don't think it works. Um, and when, and to me scenes like, uh, when Patricia Arquette tells that one gardener to go back to school or whatever, and then he shows up years later. That and one says, was bad. I thought, yeah, like that's those two scenes are in this film that everyone thinks is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I'm not saying they, I'm not saying they negate the film, but if you're going to call Birdman dumb, maybe let's acknowledge that boyhood isn't the best thing you've ever seen. Those scenes belong in a Christian movie. Yeah. Don't they? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Uh, or one could say they belong on the cutting room floor. It's just, yeah. that's an idea that needs to be removed. Yeah. Uh, from the final product. That's like an early draft. There was an interesting thing about it, too, that I couldn't decide if I thought was a problem or not, which is that because he's a maturing filmmaker, I think his uh, style sort of changes throughout. Hmm. So that it almost looks like the film is being directed by different people as you go along. And you can even feel the tonal shifts a little bit from time to time. You're mostly taking your cues off of how much older it seems like the actors are. Yeah. Particularly uh, the the boy of yeah. boyhood. You think if that movie had won, we'd all be joking about it being 12 years a boy? Uh, other people have people made, have made that, that joke, joke already. Yes. Yes. Probably. Um, um But yeah, I, I, I've, I remember feeling that during the film. There were times when it suddenly seemed like it was coming from a different place, which I'm actually, again, with boyhood, the style is the substance, which is okay. And yeah. that's a rare thing. Yeah. And so the idea of everybody's maturing, Patricia Arquette gets to be a better actress over the course of the film, mm. where she is at the beginning, where she is at the end is notably different. Ethan Hawke was already a pretty solid going in. And so he's pretty consistent throughout, but, um, for everybody to mature from the characters to the performers, to the director and watching that change and watching the tone and watching his style change a little bit, I'm okay with all of that from an experimentation standpoint. And mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's a fascinating little film that people should watch because it's, it's neat to think about. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily make it inherently artistically satisfying yeah, no, the way other films are. Yeah. Um, and so boyhood is in many ways very effective. Uh, for me, uh, there are sections that I really responded to as a whole. I thought it was, I don't think it, it added up to, as powerful as it could be given the way it was made. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I think he could have made that film the way he made it and it, and just done different things with the characters written it a different way. And it could have been insanely effective. Um, but yeah, so that's the one that everybody that a lot of critics thought should have won. Uh, I don't think I agree. Certainly uh, between that and Birdman, I would definitely go with Birdman. Uh, 
so yeah, um, and you know, the more I think about it, uh, at some point, sometime soon, we're going to do an episode about Whiplash, and that film, though it is also not uh, not perfect, and there are some major script issues, that film has grown in my mind yeah, since me I too. saw it. It's really, it's getting to a point where I'm like, I just bought it, uh, I'm waiting for it to arrive from mm. Amazon, uh, <laughs> because I feel like just there, I think just maybe seeing scenes of it from the Oscars, it just got me like thinking about what it's exploring and how it's exploring and just how invigorating the film is. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I felt like wanting to, re- like I wanted to return to it, but yeah. So let's go through the best picture nominees and just sort of maybe not talk we'll give, about, we'll give them a letter grade. Let's do it. That sounds good. <laughs> I haven't seen, there's, there's one of them. I haven't seen it's one of them. I haven't seen it's, too, but I think, I think it's the same one. Really? Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll okay. See. Birdman. I'll go B plus a minus. All right. What do you got? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go the same. Okay. American Sniper. I'll go B, B minus. I'll say B minus. Okay. Boyhood. I'll go B. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Would you go lower? Uh, I can't decide. Okay. So I'll just go with straight up B. The Grand Budapest Hotel. I, a, go, B, I go B plus. A plus plus. <laughs> Do you really think A plus plus? I'll give it an A. Okay. I think that's a good move. All right. The Imitation Game. C plus. C minus. That performance is, uh, the performance in the music is, is kind of enough for me. Yeah. Uh, Selma. I'll go B plus A minus. Yeah, I'd say A A minus, I think, with that one. Uh, Theory of Everything. Didn't see. Didn't see it. Don't care. <laughs> I feel terrible saying that. It's not that I don't care about the content. It's just nothing about the film looked good. Just because you're a Christian. That must be it. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> My Christianity led me to love the following film, Whiplash. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'd say I love it, but you know what? As time has gone on, I'm going to go uh, A minus for Whiplash. Yeah, I go A A minus. So actually, as I'm looking at these, I think maybe the film that I think is just the most solid and kind of to go back to the thing that we talk about a lot, like a best picture type. Mm-hmm. Selma is remarkably effective. Yeah, it's true. And and when you think when you look at imitation game mm-hmm. you see okay here's a here's a, an oscar type movie that's based on a true story and about a guy who is who is oppressed because you know because he's part of a part of a marginalized group mm-hmm. um but he was instrumental in changing history mm-hmm. but the movie's not very good yeah selma is all of that plus it's a very public figure good. but it's i'd venture to say great selma yeah. i think is great yeah I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, and see, this is, this is a film I actually went into expecting not to like that much because uh, I'll be honest, when I see that Oprah is involved in something, I'm, I'm a little wary. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I came out of that film feeling like that's one of the better films about race relations in the U S that I've ever seen. And one of the better, it's hard to even call it a biopic because not unlike Lincoln, Mm -hmm. it's less about the man and more about this larger thing that he was committed to. Right. And I think you and I had conversations at at some point about this, how, uh, there were, there were a lot of similarities to Lincoln, but I feel like it does all the, in all the places that Lincoln falters, this movie makes better decisions. Selma makes better decisions. Yes, I agree completely. So, um, so yeah, of these, of these pictures, I think I actually would vote for Selma. I can see that. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's with, you know, with a couple of exceptions, it's not a bad slate. Um, no. And, Ooh. uh, you know, it, and unfortunately, I guess I'll, I'll pull up my, uh, 
my list, my letterbox list. Eh, I'm not going to look it up because <laughs> that's fine. I, I I know the stuff that I that I liked this mm. year. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that wasn't nominated that I feel like either should have been or definitely deserved to win or something like that. I do feel like a most wanted man probably should have gotten a little bit more attention. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get anything, did I? Um, and you know what? Honestly, uh, one of the most provocative films of the year and one of the best films of the year uh one best documentary which is citizen four mm. documentaries don't get nominated for picture yeah. animated animated films sometimes do foreign films sometimes do to my knowledge no documentary has ever been nominated for best picture hmm. can you think of one no yeah it's it just does not happen like documentaries have been very nicely ghettoized i feel like the academy is not comfortable comparing uh narrative films to documentaries even if a documentary can have a very clear-cut narrative and even if a narrative film can seem kind of you know neo-realistic in in its execution um i feel like the academy just does not know what to do with it so they'd rather not compare them Hmm. um and so but to me citizen four absolutely deserved to be nominated for picture and if it were among these, I probably would have said that deserves it because it's a mm. wonderful film. Mm. I really responded to it. Um, but aside from that, looking at my, you know, the movies that I really respond to, they're not best picture material. Blue Ruin is not going to be up for yeah. best picture. Um, and so, uh, and I'm trying to think like as far as animated films, there was really nothing this year that, that jumped out at me or anything like that. So, uh, so, I feel like 2014 wasn't a remarkably strong year. Mm-hmm. There were, which is, you know, there are three, three or four movies that I really, really loved and responded to. And I would give an A, if not an A plus two. Yeah. Um, there are some years when there's probably seven or eight that I would give an A to. Yeah. And this was just not one of them. Mm. So as far as this slate of nominees, some pretty good ones in there. Uh, if someone were to, watch all the best pictures i think they'd probably have a pretty good idea of what 2014 looked like and uh with the exception of blockbusters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um which is i guess what i mean if they were to watch the best pictures they'd have a pretty good sense of like okay these are probably the best things that genuinely the best things that were made uh, that year yeah i think that's fair um i do know a lot of people uh and this happens every year it's why there are more than five best picture nominees um in 2008 uh there were two big crowd-pleasing movies that were also very good Mm. if not great which was the dark knight and Mm -hmm. wally i think both of those are I think Wally is great. I love it. And I think the dark Knight. I go back and forth on it every time I watch it. I think Hmm. at the moment, I think it's great. Um, (laughs) other times I think it's clunky and obvious. So, um, but yeah. And so those were big crowd pleasing movies and they, and they weren't nominated and everyone said, ah, the Oscars are out of touch. And so they extended, they expanded it to feature up to 10 and Mm -hmm. the next year actually avatar was nominated, but it was going to get nominated anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that the next year, then the, the idea was expand it so that we can include the movies that most people go to see kind of the big moneymaker movies. Yeah. And then in 2009, you have the Hurt Locker win, which you were saying earlier is, is the lowest grossing best picture of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just a way of give, of nominating 
Avatar, the highest grossing film of all time, uh-huh. uh, and just saying like, oh, do you like Avatar? Look, we've nominated it. Now, if you'll excuse us, we're going to give you the finger and give it to this little, uh, this little war movie. Um, which by the way, I'm perfectly fine with, I'm perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that decision. But yeah. And so every year there's always the possibility that a movie that people saw, uh, and gave a lot of money to will be nominated. For example, alongside Avatar, you also had District 9. Yeah. Um, and this year, a lot of people, I'm not one of them, but a lot of people thought Guardians of the Galaxy should have been nominated for Best Picture because it was a surprise to people. Mm-hmm. It was a superhero film that was very effective in a lot of ways and people and it made a great deal of money and it, mm. you know, had some strong character. It was it was definitely a far above average the the normal blockbuster for me. Mm. Um but whatever, it's fine. It's a, it's a fun movie that is, that is effective at times, but it has a few major flaws and it just, so that's one that a lot of people said, Oh, how could that not be nominated? Like, Oh, easily, uh, because (laughs) of uh, all those Thanos scenes and the fact that Zoe Saldana's character isn't developed at all. There's a lot of reasons why it's not nominated. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, (laughs) you never see any critics showing up at the people's choice awards and being like, no one voted for Birdman. It's a scam. No, it's and you know what? Yeah, People's Choice is. I I looked at their website this last year, or maybe the year before. I don't remember. Um, because like people, hey, I'm one of those. Let me look at the nominees because apparently I get a vote, so I'll go in. Yeah, and I couldn't make it past even the even the categories made me feel vapid for reading them. Oh, it turns out I'm not a people. Yeah, I'm 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 not a person. I'm a critic. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so, uh, so, and by the way, if, if, if you listening, listening to this, if you were a big fan of, of Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm probably going to buy it because it's the kind of movie I will watch. I enjoy superhero movies. I just don't think it's technically a superhero movie one. <laughs> is that technically a superhero movie? Uh, it's a movie that acknowledges superheroes. It has a thing that has, existed it had superheroes it had explosions that's true i can't argue with you but uh big stars yeah zach galifianakis naomi watts hmm? is she a big star do you think naomi watts is a big star does she have name recognition i think so i guess so it's hard to know she was I've complete- king kong for crying out loud i know but people didn't like king kong <laughs> well that's um, true it's because it wasn't very good I like King Kong. I like parts of King Kong a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've completely, what was that? Mulholland Drive. She sure was. She was in 21 Grams, which I thought she was wonderful in. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and I I have so many things to talk about that have nothing to do with the conversation at hand. So I will (laughs) ignore it and just say, uh, yeah, by and large 2014, uh, I'm fine with the choice of Birdman. And, uh, I'll ask you what I always do, which is if someone said, hey, Josh, I'm, uh, I was thinking of watching Birdman. What do you think? I'd say, yeah, go watch it. You'll have a good time. You think so? I think so. You might yeah. not have a good time, but I I'd recommend it to most people, I think. I think I'd recommend it to most people. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that I think just it would not be their kind of movie. It is, yeah. it is often a stress, kind of a stressful movie. Yeah. And some people don't like that kind of thing. So, but by and large, I would say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I would not warn people away from it. No, I don't think so. So, okay, we will leave it there. Uh, I will remind everybody 
that uh, that uh, I'm going to be going to the International Christian Film Festival. And so if you wanted to uh, donate any money to help me out with the cost of that, that would be great. But if you want to wait uh, for the next sometime in the next probably two or three weeks for us to release our premium episode about Kevin Smith's dogma and you wanted to purchase that and support the show that way, that's fine too. So, uh, in the meantime, if you wanted to email me, you can do so at Tyler at more than one lesson.com or Josh, Josh at more than one lesson.com. You can follow me on Twitter at more lessons. You can follow Josh at the Josh long at the Josh long. Very exciting. You can also, uh, like us on Facebook and sign up for our newsletter, which I forgot to send out this month. Once again, I apologize. Um, <laughs> so I think that is it. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Josh, thanks for being here. You're welcome. And we'll get you next time. Bye.